This is Game Set Match Kentucky, episode 25, recorded on live video on Tuesday, August 31st, 2021. I had some microphone issues with this one, but here it is anyway. It's entitled Extreme Close Up. Hey everybody, it's time for another episode of Game Set Match Kentucky, where we talk about all things related to the Central Kentucky Tennis Series, and probably a whole lot more that you never asked for. This is Tuesday, August 31st. I'm Chris Godby, the chairman and one of the founders of the CKTS, where the lines are good and sandbagging is for golf. As always, I'm here in the CKTS home office in Russell Springs, Kentucky, and back with me today from the outskirts of Bowling Green, Kentucky, is the director of one of our CKTS tournaments, as well as the tennis coach at South Warren High School, home of the Spartans. He's the program director of Talk 104.1 FM and 9.30 AM radio in Bowling Green, where he hosts a morning drive time talk show. Chad Young, welcome back. I'm so glad to have you again. Third episode in a row. Wow. Uh, the trifecta. Uh, good to be here. This is the type of uh, weather that uh, would make a term director's job very easy. It is. It is. It's uh, cool. Now, where I am, there's a light drizzle, so that's no good for uh, you know playing tennis, but it's the, the temperature is certainly agreeable. Well, I'm just talking about the fact that today's forecast was like 90% chance of rain all day long, so if you're a tournament director, there's no wondering whether or not a storm system was going to hit you or not. Exactly. That's we, true. Yeah, we that's knew a good it was going to rain today. It has rained all day today. Yeah. Well, I want to welcome our viewers that are with us on the live broadcast, as well as people that are listening to this later on audio podcast. Today on this episode of Game Set Match Kentucky, we are finally going to reveal some current point standings. It'll be the first time this season that any point standings are released. We're also going to look at the results of one of our recent tournaments. But first, Chad, would you tell us a little bit about Family Medical Centers? I would love to tell you about Family Medical Centers. Uh, Family Medical Centers, uh, of course, is a, uh, you caught me off guard a little bit. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting back to my screen so I can tell you about Family Medical Centers. Family Medical Centers is a community health center with more than 135 locations and has been providing health care to Kentuckians for over a decade. Many schools in Kentucky feature a branch of family medical centers known as Healthy Kids Clinics. This school-based health care is a unique combination of school nursing services and school-based health centers. School nurses work collaboratively with school-based health centers to provide an array of health services to keep students healthy and ready to learn. Services include acute care visits, well-child visits, physicals, and immunizations. For more information, call 844-435-8900, or maybe that's uh, 844-435-0900. That's correct. If you're looking for a medical home, make the Clinics of Family Medical Centers your first choice. They provide primary care, school-based health care, behavioral health services, oral health services, telehealth, and both pediatric and OBGYN specialty care. For a complete list of locations and providers, check out their website at cfmcky.com. That's cfmcky.com. You got that web address correct. You remember last time it took me about three times to say it before I could finally spit it out. 
Well, Game Set Match Kentucky is also proudly sponsored by Vision Cabinet Source in Campbellsville, Kentucky. They're a kitchen and bath cabinet supplier that ships all over the United States and has for over a decade. If you're building a new home or renovating your home, Vision Cabinet Source can provide you with classic cabinet styles that are well-built and affordable. They have many different painted and stained lines of cabinets that are in stock at their warehouse at Campbellsville, Kentucky. Quick story, Chad. Um, my cabinets were stained and now they're painted. Oh, <laughs> we wow. had them, we had them painted. Anyway, in making these beautiful cabinets at Vision, they have a 17-step finishing process that assures top quality craftsmanship. Don't just take it from me. I wouldn't take anything from me uh, for that matter. Go look at their styles and designs for yourself, and you'll agree that they do great work at an affordable price. Check out their website at Vision Cabinet. Dot com or you can call them at 270 I'm sorry 270 465 3222 ask for Jason and tell them that you heard about Vision Cabinet Source right here on Game Set Match Kentucky so Chad when we last aired this was this was July it was July 19th when we last did uh, any kind of broadcast so it's been a while uh, last year and this year has been very hit and miss with everything that's going on. I have not done nearly the amount of episodes of this program that I wanted to, but I'm glad to be here now. I'm glad that you're with me again for a, a third time in a row this summer. So we talked about the first two tournaments of the season, the mm -hmm. tournament that you ran, the Kids on the Block Points for Puppets tournament. We went through those results. We went through the next tournament, the Baron Classic. Since then, there have been four tournaments, and wow. we're not going to go through all of those today. I wish we could, but for the sake of time, we're going to kind of skip ahead to current. But I will say the State Farm E-Town Open, they had their struggles with the weather. That, that uh, Karen Henson, the director there, jokes that, that they have struggles with weather every year. But, uh, you know, she does a great job. The E-Town Tennis Commission also does a great job. And... That tournament finally completed after struggling with the weather. And so it, it uh, another successful event. The Miller Park Tennis Classic in Campbellsville two weeks after that. Uh, great tournament once again. Uh, Kyle Cabin, the coach at Campbellsville University, ran that one. Two weeks after that, we went to Somerset for the Alton Blakely Lake Cumberland Open. They finally had good weather after, I think, two years or maybe two out of the last three years they had uh they had their weather issues uh, it had to be postponed a couple of times um two of those tournaments i think had to be postponed in, in recent years but this time no rain that i recall they finished about 4 or 5 p.m on sunday afternoon a great job the new tournament director there is chris adkison he's the coach at the pulaski county high school uh, tennis team and he did a phenomenal job as a first-year director. So we have two first-year directors this year. Tim Detheridge, he's run other tournaments, but not a CKTS tournament. But he, uh, after you gave up one of your Bowling Green tournaments, mm -hmm. he took over, and he is running the brand-new Gator Open. So I wanted to say that Tim did a, a really good job with that tournament this year. And uh, did you miss doing a second tournament, Chad? um no not really um you know the second tournament has had always been in august um with uh i, I broadcast uh, south warren football on, on radio and on facebook live so it's always uh coincided with the beginning of football season and uh so no i was uh i was quite 
Um, I was quite content with You're my one tournament this summer. Yeah. I, knew, I knew Tim yeah. would do a great job, so uh, there wasn't really any apprehension about uh, giving up uh, that tournament. All right. So what we'll do, we're, we're, you know, we're skipping ahead to results of the Gator Open. We're going to take a quick look at those, and then. Last but not least, we're going to get into the current point standings of this CKTS 20, 2021 season. So give me just a second here to share the correct screen, because I'm going to put this up up here for our viewers. And if I open the right tab, yes, this is the juniors. So, Chad, are you able to go back and forth on that? Are you able to yes. see that okay? okay? Absolutely. I can see that so, just Okay, good. So in no particular order in these divisions, they're just whatever order they are in my drop down uh, menu at the USTA uh, serve tennis website. So this this is boys 18 and under doubles. And it looks like we have champions Taylor and Noble who defeated Faust and Shores 7526108. That looks like it was a heck of a match. That was uh, that was a couple South Warren kids and a couple Greenwood kids. Awesome. So All Bowling Green final. That was fun. This is uh, boys the, 12 singles. Go ahead. Boys 12 singles. And it looks like Kevin Song uh, defeated um, Jude Tabor, if I can see that clearly. Is. And he won that match by a final of 6-3-6-2. Next is boys 15 and under singles. Again, we went over this last time, but uh, USTA calls it 16 and under singles. We just do it a little bit differently, and it's for 15 and under. And in that uh, draw, Ben Hansen defeated Nolan Parsons 6-1, 3-6, and 10-3 in the match tiebreaker. So One next up, I'll change. Uh, go next ahead. Up is uh, boys 18 and under singles, and uh, Jacob Dronick defeated Lane McFall 6-2 and 6-3. In girls 18 and under doubles, it was the team of Graziano and Ditto defeating Detheridge at Yates, 7-6, Next up is uh, girls 12 and under singles, and it was Chloe Dickens uh, winning in the final in a third set tiebreaker, beating Addison Hales, 6-0, 4-6, and then 10-7 in the super tiebreak. In girls 15 and under singles, it was... And Adita Doss, who wins by default over Zoe Graziano, it says withdrawal due to injury. I don't really know the story there. Do you, Chad? I don't either. Okay. In girls 18 and under singles, it was Arden Dethridge defeating Avery Overmole, uh, her teammate from Greenwood, 6-3 and 6-2. All Greenwood final. All right. And finally... For the juniors, there was no mixed 18 and under doubles. So let's uh, move on to the adult draws. Give me just a second, those of you that are live viewers, so I can get to uh, share the correct tab. Chad, we have like triple the viewers we had last time. I'm not going to give the number. I'm just going to tell you that it's like triple what we had when we went live last time. By the way, you can comment. Uh, send us a note here in the chat if you'd like, and perhaps we'll address uh, a question that you have. We'll show your comment on the screen and do that sort of thing. So if this is the correct tab now, Chad, I think it is. And we'll start with men's B doubles. And we have the team of McDonald and McQuarrie 
who defeated the team of Tabor and Munawar, 6-3-6-4. In men's uh, 40 over no uh, doubles, there was no draw. Let's see. Was there Let's, no men's C doubles draw was, either? Was no. Trust. no, no men's C. No We're going to talk about that when we look at the standings. Did we do 40 doubles? Uh, we did not look to see if there was a 40 draw. No there 40 doubles. Not. All right, uh, men's men, open doubles. Open doubles. This was a good match. I did see this score, so we had... Uh, the Lancaster father-son duo uh, defeating Howard and Hart in a super tiebreaker. They lost the first set 1-6, won the second set 7-6, 7-2 in the tiebreak, and then won the super tiebreaker 10-4. Looks like that would have been quite a match to witness. Mm -hmm. Now it's uh, men's C singles. We have champion Mike Blevins defeating Stephen Parsons, 6-love and 6-2. Next up is men's B singles, and it's Jason Terrell defeating June Tomioka in a super tiebreaker. He lost the first set 6-4, won the second 6-love, and then won the super tiebreaker. Does that say 10-8 in the super? 10-8, yes. Lots of uh, split set matches in these championships. That's good. I uh, love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's what you want as a tournament director. For sure. Yes. So am I men's 40 and over singles then? That, yes. That's a round robin. And it looks like Hamza Sheikh is the winner of that round robin. Uh, he defeated um, Wade Stone. And he defeated Srini Kayetham. I'm glad. I'm, I apologize. I apologize. I'm glad you got it. Well, it's a newcomer, and uh, mm -hmm. if, if I meet them, I will ask them how to pronounce their name. Okay. Men's open singles. It was uh, Colin Hart defeating Dylan Dethridge in the final, 6-love and 6-4. I think if Dylan keeps at it uh, every year, that, that score is going to get a little closer. This is women's B doubles. The champion there was Roberts and Roberts. That's Jamie and Deborah Roberts. Uh, they defeated Schultz and Mary as well as Wolf and Doctor to get two wins out of that round robin. That's a mother and daughter Correct. combo. It's good to see Debbie Roberts. Uh, you used to live in Franklin, moved uh, away, but uh, good to see her back in Bowling Green playing in a tournament. In women's open doubles, it was the very fashionable duo of Trina Rickard and Cheryl Hensel defeating Ditto and Ditto in the final 6-1, uh, 3-6, and then 10-7 in the super tiebreak. I bet they were wearing matching uniforms. How crazy is that? No doubt about that. <laughs> All right. Next, let's look at women's open singles. Uh, we had uh, it was set up as a round robin. I think someone withdrew. And so Kayana Kim is the champion, and she defeated Nin Tran, six love, six love. Next up is a mixed uh, B doubles, and it was uh, Patterson. And does that say Hatfield? Patterson. Hadfield. Now that is Amanda Patterson Hadfield. It's Van's ah, daughter. She just recently oh, married. Daughter, but she's yep. got married. Okay. Yep. So uh, they defeated uh, Nelson and Nelson in the final 6-2, 6-love. Congratulations to them. And last but not least, the division that everybody is following so closely, mixed open doubles. The winner there is Kayana Kim and Kayatham, the partner Kayatham. 
6363 over Calden Doty and Patrick Lawley. So congratulations to them. And I think, Chad, I think that's all of those divisions. I think that was everything. Hopefully we did not miss one. So let's go now to the current point standings. And I'll bring that up. And again, uh, welcome to those that are watching us live. Send us your comments in the chat if you have any comments or questions. So just to ask, because um, I, I don't want to give away some breaking news that you might be sharing, uh, but uh, we have Glasgow coming up this weekend. Is that right? Correct. Yes. And it's then, not breaking news, but... That's not the breaking news, but um, after that, how many tournaments do we have remaining? There's one on the schedule after Glasgow. Okay. And so, I have no breaking news today. Okay. So, well, I, I was just asking because when we look at the point standings, we're, we're winding up the year, so we'll see how the next couple of tournaments affect the points race. Exactly. Yes, there will be – there are two open slots on the end of the uh, – points sheets yeah that's that's all i could say right now all right so let me share the point standings all right so hopefully I, i'm actually going to zoom in on that a little bit that's actually good for me though i mean i can see it i was just thinking that maybe whoa that's too much extreme close up okay let's try this that's that's basically the same. I think I can zoom in just a little bit more. Let's see if that's too much. That's actually too much. I apologize. So let me get back to uh, a normal view here. Okay. So we're looking at the, the point standings uh, all the way through uh, the Bowling Green or the Gator Open in Bowling Green, which just happened uh, two weeks ago. In men's open singles, the current leader is Colin Hart. Dylan Dethridge, who played him in the finals, as we just saw at the uh, Gator Open, he is tied for second place, as well as Nicholas Morosa. They both have six points. So before we go into this, Chad, any further, I should mention that to be listed in the point standings, someone must be a paid CKTS member or they do not qualify for year-end points championships or, or runner-up titles. If their name here is listed in black, that means they're eligible. To be eligible, you have to play two times in this division in the same season. So some of the names are blue. That means they have only played once mm. and they are not eligible for the title. And when we get into some later uh, sheets here, some of the other divisions, we're going to see some of the less popular divisions that have lower numbers and no one has yet qualified to win them. Huh. Okay. So the, the, the champion is in red. Eligible people are listed in black. Uh, not yet eligible to win are listed in blue. And if they are not a CKTS member, they do not appear on this list. That's why some of the numbers are strange. Like you might see a ranking jump from one to number three. Well, where's number two? Hmm, they're hidden because they're not a paid member. So uh, that's the reason for that. These, by the way, will be on the CKTS website at 5 p.m. today. I have scheduled that to post 
automatically at 5 p.m. Central Time today. So you'll be able to see them for yourself. But thank you to the viewers that are here with us now checking it out live. Chad, let's go on to the next division and I will give you that one. All right, so that's men's B singles, and Jason Terrell is leading the way with 11 points. Uh, uh, Claude Bimford is next closest with eight and a half points. And June Tomioka almost right there uh, to perhaps steal that, that runner-up spot or, or even the, the top spot with two tournaments left to go. In men's C singles, Kyle Williams is the leader with 16 points. Jamison Roberts right behind him with 10 not impossible for Jameson to to jump into the to the championship there. We'll just see how the last two events shake out. Men's 40 singles, uh, it's a close one. Uh, Jackson Grover um, leads with 14 points, but you just mentioned that Hamza Shek um, won the tournament here in Bowling Green, the uh, Gator Open, and he is just one point behind in the standings. So we'll be watching that division closely it's a tight race in boys 18 and under singles jacob jeronic did i say it right that time uh, that's correct okay jacob jeronic is leading with 15 points has a substantial lead right now so uh in second place is blake settle with nine boys 15 singles braden johnson uh leads the way um even though he lost early in the uh gator open he still has a five-point lead over Ben Hansen, who won the Gator Open. Just another example of how participation counts uh, for a lot. We're going to see more of that, too, as we go along. I should also stop and say this. If you see a mistake, let us know. It's highly likely that there could be mistakes. I did all of this all by myself. It took about 12 hours, <laughs> 12 non-consecutive hours to get it all done. And there, there's very likely uh, to be an occasional error here and there. Uh, you can email uh, at the bottom of the standings is the email address to send to. It's info at cktstour.com. You can send a message there. Jump in the comments here right now and let me know if, uh, if you want to do that also. Okay. Is it me, Boys 15? It is. Boys 15 just, and under no, we, we actually just did that one. Oh, we did that one. I'm sorry. Yes, yep. we did. Okay, my bad. All right. So, boys, 12 and under singles. William Beisner is uh, so that here. Here's an error. Uh, William Beisner and Jacob King. They're tied for first place. So both of those names should be in red. I'll I'll fix that when I go back uh, in a little bit. So they are tied for first place. William Beisner and Jacob King, and then uh, Ethan Prop would be right behind them. Men's open doubles, uh, Colin Hart is leading uh, right now over Calden Doty. Uh, he has 11 points. Doty has six, and Jarrett McFall also has six points in men's open doubles. So a two-way tie for second place there. And uh, there's a little fine print at the top. And if you've never seen uh, these standings before, the fine print says the, the top earner in doubles is the champion. The next person is the runner up. So we don't rank by teams because people play with different partners sometimes. So it's, it's an individual ranking, even though it's for doubles. Let's move on to men's B doubles where Jared McDonald has a half point lead over Nathan McQuarrie, who is 
usually his partner, not always, but usually his partner. I think uh, once they, uh, at Campbellsville, they did not play together. But Jared has 16 and a half points over Nathan's 16 points. Yeah, it looks like Nathan didn't play in the Campbellsville event. And so even though Jared um, didn't make it very far, he still picked up a half point, and that's why he has the lead. I think that may have been the weekend that uh, Nathan and some other guys were at a USTA team event. In men's C doubles, we have a four-way tie. Uh, no Cam one, no one leads here because no one has no played. Eligible. Yeah, yeah, Camden and Richard Jackson, and Cody and Matthew Sheffield all have four points. Uh, the only time that uh, the only times that men's C doubles has made were at Campbellsville and at the Baron Classic. But as you said, since they're in blue, they've got to play a second event yeah. in order to be qualified to win it. Someone needs to play, you know, sign up for uh, the Glasgow Open. You have an hour and a half. As of this moment, you have an hour and a half to get signed up for that. Okay, let's move on then to men's 40 doubles. And here's another one where we don't have an eligible winner. Uh, there have been a, a few times, as you can see, Chad, that men's 40 doubles actually didn't make uh, because there were not enough people signed up to play it. Whenever this happens at the end of the season, we sort of evaluate some of these divisions and say, this one didn't have that many people playing in it. Should we keep having it? Maybe we should get rid of this division and substitute it for something else. So if you have a favorite division that you'd like to play, uh, be sure you play it and, and encourage your uh, friends of the same skill level to play it so that it doesn't face the chopping block. Yeah, I'm. I guess I'm the only one who's an eligible. Um, well, I'm. I'm. I'm not eligible to win yet, uh, but I'm the only uh, eligible player that has won. Uh, and so I won my tournament um, back in uh, June, and so I have a, a one point lead over William uh, Flickinger, uh, Brad Hales, and Darren Polston. Uh, yeah. So. And, and, and to be honest with you, I, I just now realized your name was on the screen in that list. So I wasn't like calling you out, but, you know, think about playing one of these last two tournaments and winning this division. Might have to call Trina. I'd call Trina here in the next hour and a half. Yep. All right. Let's see. Uh, boys, 18 and under doubles. The uh, current leader is Nolan Parsons. With 11 points, Jake Taylor has eight and a half right behind him. In women's open singles, um, Casey Ray uh, leads with six points, and uh, nobody else uh, is eligible to win at this point in time. Uh, there's a, a four-way tie behind her uh, between Kiana Kim, Emily Novak, Ali Sally, and... Uh, uh, Haley White, uh, but all of them have to play in another event to qualify to win it, and then they have to catch Casey Ray, who has six points. Yeah, she hasn't played since the E-Town Open. I don't know if, if she's planning on playing anymore. I'm just glad that we have a leader right now in women's open singles, which often is a, one of the divisions that doesn't make, you know, so hopefully, hopefully we have a champion and a runner-up at season's end. Uh, here's another struggling division right now. It's women's B singles, and we have no eligible winner at the moment. And uh, because as far as memberships go, only these four ladies have played 
And uh, so maybe that changes with, with two tournaments to go. We'll see. Yeah, it's kind of weird um, because it's been this way for a number of years. The, uh, the women's doubles always seem to do better than the women's singles. Uh, and then the mixed doubles. I'm not going to speculate on why that is because I don't then, dare attempt to get inside the mind of a woman. <laughs> but then the men, it seems like the singles divisions have done better than the doubles divisions mm -hmm. for some reason. I think you're a uh, women's, or is, it, is this me? I'm sorry. I think so. Okay, you, women's. Oh yeah, we just we just went through. Nobody that. was eligible. And I already changed the screen. Okay, so now girls eighteen and girls eighteen singles. All right, Arden Dethridge leads the way in girls eighteen singles. We mentioned that she beat her teammate Avery Overmold in the final of the Gator Open, and she leads her by three points in uh, the points standings. In girls 15 and under singles, Zoe Graziano has 19 points. She's leading over the second-place player, Morgan Robertson, who has 12. In girls 12 singles, Chloe Dickens leads Addison Hales uh, by three points. She has 12. Uh, Addison has nine points. She's three back. In women's open doubles, maybe we should change the name of this division to the Cheryl and Trina. Division. division. I don't mean yeah. to jinx them or anything, but they seem to kind of dominate this every year, even though you can see that they, they missed a few tournaments uh, for, uh, you know, some vacations and things like that. But they are leading uh, as a tied uh, as a team with 10 points each. In women's B doubles, uh, Amber Wolf leads the way. She's got nine points. Kelly Robertson is one point behind her. And then Lacey Baldwin and Allie Salee are a half point back at seven and a half points in third. I mean, really all the way down to sixth place here or fifth place. Uh, well, sixth, actually. Anybody could jump in and, yeah. and take that division. Girls 18 and under doubles. We have the partnership of Caitlin Ditto and Zoe Graciano with uh, 19 points sitting in the lead. Uh, Avery Overmole right behind with 11. In mixed open doubles, um, you mentioned participation goes a long <laughs> way. And uh, despite some rough results the last couple of weeks, uh, Christopher Godby and Trenton Rickard lead the way with 12 and a half points. Aaron Ritchie and Jamie Roberts are four and a half points back at seven. Yes, I was definitely going to circle back to the uh, <laughs> circle back to the uh, participation, the whole participation counts uh -huh. um, idea for sure. All right. Mixed B doubles, Ali Salee and Jordan Salee have 12 points each uh, after uh, winning one tournament, finishing runner-up twice and a semifinalist once. Uh, Amber Wolf right behind with 10 and a half points. In mixed 18 doubles, uh, there is a three-way tie for first. We have uh, one male leading the way. That's James Chen at eight points. And then Megan Martin and Jenny Zhang are tied for the female lead at eight points. Okay. Yep. I, first, I thought I had made a coloring error here, but I haven't. 
So, okay, there's a there's a male leader and a tie for the female leader. Okay, correct. Good. And that's a look at our uh, 2021 point standings through the first six tournaments. And as always, you can look at those at cktstour.com slash standings. That's going to be live in about 25 minutes from now. Our tournaments are USTA sanctioned for juniors and adults at Kentucky Level 6. The Glasgow Open is coming up. You have an hour and 24 minutes from this moment to get signed up to play that. I think uh, the entry started out slowly, but today and yesterday, there's been a, a big number of signups. So Trent is going to have a, a pretty good number of participants after all. Uh, so that will be this weekend, September 4th and 5th in Glasgow, Kentucky. We do not. Well, actually, Chad, I had a challenge the call question, but I oh, knew right. we wouldn't really have time for it today. So I'm going to save it. Oh, okay. And if anyone else has a challenge the call question, I don't know if we've ever done two in one episode before, but send us your challenge the call questions. Is it challenge about is it about bathroom breaks? No, but okay. I would entertain a question a, about bathroom a, breaks. I don't know if you saw last night that was a big deal with the uh, Tsitsipas Murray match was an extended bathroom break. No, no, uh, this is the first time hearing about it. Can you enlighten us? Well, uh, you know, at Cincinnati, whether that was last week or week before, um, Zverev had an issue with uh, Tsitsipas taking an extended bathroom break and possibly taking his cell phone into the bathroom with him. And then oh, wow. last night, uh, Murray wasn't very happy um, because Tsitsipas again took a real, I think it was like maybe eight minutes that he was off the court after the third set that Murray won, I think if I'm correct in that. And so there's been a lot of talk about uh, uh, what needs to be changed to make sure players don't abuse that rule. Okay. Well, yesterday was the opening day of the U.S. Open in New York. I only watched uh, part of one women's match. And so I didn't get to see uh, – I, I watched the, you know, the whole pregame show with Johnny Mack and Chrissy Ebert. I watched that, and I watched some of the, the – one of the first women's matches they were showing. But – uh, the U.S. Open is always great. Uh, who you got in the uh, the men's singles draw? Oh boy, Djokovic is going for the uh, Grand Slam. Um, A lot of pressure. Yeah, but I I think he'll do it. I really do. I think Djokovic will do it. I agree. He's my pick on the men's side. What about on the women's side? You got a pick? Boy, I I don't know. I mean. Um, I think Halep's injured. I think Osaka is in some mental, um, is, is dealing with some mental issues. Um, Serena's out. Um, I guess maybe I'll just go with Ash Barty. I'll go. Charles. That was my pick. That was, that was Charles. my pick again. So we agree on, on two picks. So I hope we're both, uh, hope we're both right, but, uh, it, it's going to be, it's always entertaining to watch. So mm -hmm. it's a very exciting tournament. Well, that's about to serve out another episode of Game Set Match Kentucky. I want to thank everybody for viewing and listening. If uh, you want to go ahead and subscribe uh, to this podcast on any podcast app on your mobile device, uh, like Apple Podcast or Spotify, uh, and in that podcast app or in iTunes on your computer or the podcast app on your computer, uh, please write us a short review and give us a five-star rating. You can visit gamesetmatchky.com 
for uh, back issues or back episodes of all of our um, podcasts. And you can read show notes and more. Please like our Facebook page. I'm doing the thumbs up there. I mean, you know, click like on our Facebook page, which is uh, facebook.com slash game set match KY, or you can just search for game set match Kentucky, the podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at game set match KY. Chad is on Twitter at Chad Young Radio. I am on Twitter at Chris Godby. And I want to thank our sponsors once again, Vision Cabinet Source and Family Medical Centers. And Hawkeye says, we are out. <laughs> so until next time, I'm Chris Godby with Chad Young. Chad's got to go. He's got a, a, some, some doubles league tonight, right? Yeah, um, we're, uh, we're we usually play at Old Stone uh, on Tuesdays. Uh, looks like we're moving into a private indoor facility, so I'm thankful that we're able to do that before our indoor facility uh, opens up at Buchanan Park here uh, in November. Thanks for being back with me again. Let's do it again very soon because maybe we'll have some big breaking news next week. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Hope so. Maybe. Hope okay. So. Well, until next time, I'm Chris Godby with Chad Young, and this has been Game Set Match Kentucky.